welcome to Small Steps Living, the The podcast. podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Cordaff, bringing you inspiring stories to help you transform your life one small step at a time. Here at Small Steps Living, we're keeping it real. Kick back and And enjoy enjoy the show. show. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the podcast and I must apologize been a little bit snotty, so if I sound a bit nasally today, please forgive me. I'm sitting here and I'm pretty thrilled to be talking to another small stepper today. Her name is Gemma McPhee and she's been around the traps for a little while and I think you're going to really enjoy her story, especially if you're someone who can get a little um, uptight and anxious if things aren't feeling organized or if you're someone who who got into this whole healthy eating thing through one of the more mainstream weight loss programs, but you've learned a lot about food and yourself since then. I think she's got some really great stuff to share on that. And we'll also be talking about what it means to your body when you remove some of the things that are making it feel quite unwell. And that's just not your normal processed food junk. It's other things as well. So, I've just rambled on here and I haven't even welcomed you, Gemma. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Lisa. I don't mind you rambling. It's fine. (laughs) We've decided we're going to have a rambly chat. So guys, settle in. (laughs) And first of all, can you just tell us where you're dialing in from today, Gemma? Okay. So I um, live near a little place called Varley in WA. It's um, about four, four and a half hours southeast of Perth on route to Esperance. So no one really knows where it is, but it doesn't. <laughs> it actually surprises me how many small steppers are from WA and also how many small steppers are from regional areas. And I wonder if that's because yeah. you guys, you can't go and attend the events or, you know, do those sorts of things like you might be able to in a city. You've got to go online to get access to the information that you need. Uh, Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. We don't, it's, it is hard. Like I do try to, when there are events on, I do try to schedule um, Perth trips around those so that I can go to them. But um, definitely when the internet's working, online is great. (sighs) So um, yeah, that's pretty well how I have learnt what I've learnt, I guess. Um, My own research online and yeah. So tell us a little bit about how you you grew up because I know so, I mean, so many of us have, you know, we're all kind of of the same vintage, I guess. And um, But I love hearing about what your kind of food culture or what food was like for you growing up because I think that does inform how we end up when we have kids of our own. So tell yes. us a little bit about it. Okay. So I... Um, I grew up on a farm as well, which was a bit closer to Perth, Um, my mum, my dad and my two sisters, and I would say we had a pretty good diet, like we had the standard diet. Mum made everything from scratch, like all the slices, all the cakes, um, you know, meat and three veg type thing, casseroles and all that. Um, I do sort of remember as I got a bit older, um, more of the convenience foods sneaking in, yeah. like 
you know, little packets of chips and the little multi-packs of chocolate. And um, I remember on TV as well, lots of ads about, you know, like chicken. Like I still can remember those songs from those ads. And I just think um, that it was a time when the convenience food was becoming a a big thing. Um, And I don't really remember, I don't think those ads are around as much anymore because people are so used to having them. They don't really need to promote it, if that makes sense. But anyway, I'm rambling. That's interesting. Yeah, no, that's interesting. It has just become part of what food is. Yeah. Yeah, whereas back then it was like, hey, mums, you're back at work or, you know, and the kids are busy. Here, just chop up some chicken, yeah. throw in this mix, yeah. make some rice, and you've got Chinese. And it was so thing. exciting. It was yes, exciting. Yes, the Chinese. I remember my mum being excited about that because she loved Chinese. But, um, yeah, I, I remember that, those things. And we thought it was exciting. It was so exciting to have all these things that we, like, never used to have. Mm. Um, so, anyway, they crept in. Um, when I finished primary school, because I lived in a small town as well, I went to boarding school. So I didn't have, um, I didn't have my parents around me every day to help me make those good food choices. And I don't actually think that, um, they were really well modeled while I was away at school. Um, we got, there was obviously healthy food choices, but no one was actually monitoring what you were eating mm. and if you were eating fruit. And there was vending machines there, so if you had change and, you know, you'd walk down to the shops. and So bad habits sort of um, crept in there and they probably stayed with me for a really long time <laughs> until I was um, probably mid-20s and, like, I was overweight and things didn't really change for me until um, I got engaged to my husband, Kurt, and I sort of thought, oh, um, I need to lose weight. <laughs> like, you know, nothing like a marriage proposal to pull your And yeah. I remember always wanting to eat healthy, but I just could never do it. Like, I don't know why I could. I didn't have the motivation or the willpower, whatever it was, but I remember thinking I want to be healthy, but I just, I didn't have, I hadn't formed those good habits to really know what um, being healthy could do for me. Um, So anyway, when I, when I got engaged, I signed up to one of those weight loss programs that they provide all the food for you. And like, it, it really does make me cringe now because just what is in some of those things is not ideal. Um, they're very processed and um, just not great. Um, but what it did do for me was it it taught it did teach me how to eat properly. In that, it taught me how to eat a balanced diet. So you eat breakfast, you eat lunch, or you have you know snacks, and you add salad to your meals and this and that. So it did teach me that, and I lost weight, um, and I started feeling. Um, really good because I was you know I was eating more often and I was eating like including fresher foods into my diet I was eating fruit I was eating more veggies and that's probably the first time I really made the connection of how eating healthy can make you feel better even though I didn't really think I felt bad 
to begin with. Mm, yes, that's always interesting, that moment where you're like, what? What have I been putting up with? Yeah. Hang on a minute. I know. This is a whole new world. So it's amazing. You sort of, you don't think you feel bad until you go on that little journey, I guess. And then you're sort of like, oh, I actually feel really good. I don't, I don't, I haven't felt like this before. Or I haven't mm. felt like this in a long time. So yeah, I, I finally made that link. And yeah, although, like I said, it's not those, I don't really like, um, now I'm getting stuck for my words, but I, I don't, um, those companies are great in that they help people, but it's just, it kind of goes against my grain now. Like it's not fresh food, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So, but it helped me at a period in my life and it still taught, I still got something from it. It taught me something. Well, you know, I just, I can't tell you how many people that I speak to and how many small steppers there have been over the years who, who started off by doing something that was either one of those weight loss programs that sort of woke them up to the connection between food and lots of other things that are going on. But then they, then because of what they started to learn and uncover, they're like, well, I don't want to be having the the fat-free version of the, or hang on, this doesn't make sense to me anymore. Or they put the weight back on and then they're like, well, hang yep. on, this just isn't sustainable. Um, but I've had a taste of what it feels like to be good or to be at a healthy weight or or there's been a lot yeah. of people who skipped that and went to the kind of clean eating or paleo or something like that and then thought that that was great but found it hard to maintain again and also couldn't introduce it to all of their families so they're looking for something a bit more balanced and yeah so I think we all need a point at which our eyes open up and I think whatever that is it's fine and then you just keep on finding your way like you just keep moving forward. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Like I yeah, like I said it's it helped me at a point in time in my life and it it started my journey really. Mm, um mm. I would never like if I wanted to lose weight now I'd never go down that track. Um but yeah, it was good for me at the time and it, it helped me to make that link. So, yeah. Yeah, I think that's awesome. So, compared to to what you were eating then, um, you know, in your in the glory days, oh, when we're yeah. blind, <laughs> we've just got no idea. Um, and mm. then to where you are now, where would you say, you know, some big shifts have happened for you? I just stopped buying because when I was doing the weight loss program, you couldn't really buy like packets of chips or chocolates. Like, you know, I was on a bit of a strict diet. So it sort of um, that doing that, it stopped me from buying those things that I would bring home often. And, and before that I was bringing home like, you know, those pre-made jars of things or whatever. But um, now like it was, it was gradual, but I would say after I did that weight loss program, I really um, started making things from scratch and probably as well, which is um, like a lot of people that follow your pages, um, I've noticed like when you have your first child mm. and all of a sudden you realise they're watching you <laughs> and you're mm. like, I can't eat that because I don't want them to eat that. Like, you know, obviously where I live we have long distances to travel so um 
like even after my weight loss journey, I'd still occasionally buy things like lollies or whatever. And on especially on long trips, like to get you through, and his little boy, you know, being at the point where he could have food and him wanting it, and I was like, it just like gave me that realization. I was like, I don't want him to have this, so he can't see me having it. So. I can't buy these things anymore, um, and I just I just stopped buying it um, over time, and it became normal. And um, now my fridge and my pantry pretty much consists of whole foods, and any packaged foods I buy, I try to buy the best I can. Like so, if I'm buying something in a tin, like coconut cream or whatever, I buy the one that doesn't have things added to it. Like it is more expensive, but I feel better knowing that it is just coconut cream in there. Um, yeah, so I, when I'm buying packaged foods, I try to buy the best quality alternatives. Um, I still do buy, like, things that aren't that great for me, but um, I think my relationship with food now is a bit better that I can not binge on it um you know so I'll buy chocolate but I don't have to eat the whole block um I have a better relationship with food now um and like following your pages as well Lisa I I think before I came across you I did used to beat myself up a bit like I'd be trying to um you know I'm like right I'm gonna eat healthy and then um you know I'd do something and I'd eat a chocolate or do something I'd be like oh all right, I can't do this, um, I'm starting again tomorrow. Or I'd be like, I'm starting again on Monday and mm. it will only be Tuesday. But I'd wipe out the whole week because I'd be like, I have to start on a Monday. But um, now I just sort of realise that I'm not perfect and I do the best that I can do. And if I want to have, um, you know, a treat while I'm out or if I feel like buying a bit of chocolate to have with a cup of tea at night, then that's okay because um, life is for living. And I, yeah, I just realised that placing too many restrictions on myself wasn't really healthy. Um, it made me put myself down, I guess, um, if I hadn't followed it strictly. I am just, you know, this is one of my biggest things. You know, I just, yes, I am yep. so, so, like it, yeah, people come into Small Steps World and we can talk about food till the cows come home, and we do, but yeah. if we're not also talking about how to be kind to ourselves and how to sort of shush down that voice and how to accept imperfection and how, um, you know, guilt should really play no part in a healthy life, then we're mm. getting somewhere because – and even just – yeah, I just see so many women – and, you know, what we know about stress now as well and what it does to the body, we just can't keep ourselves anxious about something that is meant to be nourishing, yeah. um, which and is food. With the guilt thing, um, this lady that I, I see, she does like energy healing type stuff, and she said to me, um, and I just remember it all the time now, and she's like, Gemma, guilt is a useless feeling. She's like, you can feel anything else, do not feel guilt feel happy, feel sad, feel um, but don't feel guilty because it's damaging. And it does last, the feeling of guilt lasts so much longer than those other feelings. And I was like, oh. So I always try to remember that now, like especially when it comes to food. I'm like, 
don't feel bad about it. Just get back on track and do the best that you can do. Yeah. And I love that. I love that idea that, you know, and I mean, I think mother guilt and food guilt are the two biggies for so many um, women who are, who are sort of on this path of wanting to improve the food that they're eating and also have um, kids. <laughs> and, uh, you know, guilt can be everywhere. And I loved that 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 because I, I think I remember sharing it in small steps to whole foods you, you don't have to wait until the next day or the next week or the next month or the new year in order to make a change because what your body probably really wants is just a great meal next and if you do that then awesome then you're actually and, and you know the whole back on track or falling they off the wagon better. yeah you feel immediately better I wanted you to talk about a little bit about what has made a difference in terms of, um, and I guess the guilt is one thing, but also the overwhelm that a lot of people can feel when it comes to trying to remove the packets, which are, you know, easy and convenient. And if it's what we know, it's a big change to move over. But um, what has helped you in terms of managing that anxiety or the overwhelm around food? Um, just like your whole mantra, really, like keeping it simple. I used to um, try and, you know, I've got all these recipe books and I'd try to make it more complicated than it had to be. There's so many beautiful cookbooks out there, but so many of the recipes in there are so complex. And um, I think I would get overwhelmed trying to eat healthy, but really all I had to do was put some veggies on the plate with some protein or something (laughs) you know um you know what I mean it's just for like for so long I don't know why I tried to um to do that like you'd see the the fantastic pictures and be like I have to eat this you know all the different ingredients but you don't have to really like just yeah I yeah it could feel like I'm talking like keep it simple and just um, try to eat veggies and um, buy good meat and, yeah, that's all I can really say about yeah, that. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that that's totally perfect, but I'm guessing also if you live quite remotely, you would have to be, mm. you, you wouldn't be able to pop down to the shops every day, so organising your food would, I would say, be a big thing as well. Yes, Um yeah, definitely. I have to, when I'm being good as such, um, I try, I do try, I'm really proud of myself when I do a menu plan, <laughs> yeah. um, but it doesn't always happen. Um, so I just, um, I do get a local veggie order um, every week from our shop, which yeah. is really good. They, um you know, I just put down what I want to order and they do their best to get it for me. Um, when I go away, I do, because our shop doesn't have everything, um, when I go away, I try to stock up on the pantry items and so I try to plan in advance a bit for that and just things that I know I'm going to use all the time like chickpeas or coconut cream or tin tomatoes and things like that. Yeah, I mean, I think that, that the you'll you'll be looking forward to the kitchen reset that's coming in the membership. It's going to be perfect for you. 
Yes, it cool. will be really good. Yeah, I'm just saying. Uh, so, okay, um, can we just talk quickly about um, what you discovered about six months ago, how shithouse you were feeling and how you ended up yep. getting through that? I think that this is really cool for people to hear. Mm, okay. So, um, yeah, about six months ago, I would say, I was just feeling really really awful like I just um I felt nauseous all the time um I was having trouble swallowing which was concerning me I was like what is going on I actually felt like my food was getting stuck so when wow. I swallowed I felt like I had to swallow again but it didn't actually help and um I went um and saw my naturopath and had some blood tests and everything done and came back that I had severely low iron um and they tested me for celiac disease and that came back negative, thank goodness, because that <laughs> just really freaked me out because, you know, like with celiac, you have to be so careful. Mm. Um, but anyway, I had the gene, but I don't have celiac disease, <laughs> thankfully. Right. Um, yeah, so I had some testing, which I think they call it hemoview testing, and I was told that I had leaky gut and um, was like I had a gluten intolerance and, um, you know, I also learned that when you um, sort of develop something like leaky gut, that's when these issues can happen. And um, with the gluten, I also didn't realise that having like an intolerance could also cause you to not absorb, you know, things like iron and mm. other nutrients in your food. Um, I had. Oh, that's right. I'm just remembering back to my doctor's appointment now. My nails had ridges on them, like these horizontal, not all of them, just some of them. And um, the GP that works out of the same place as the naturopath, she was like, that's, um, you know, that can be caused from nutrient deficiency. So I was actually not, um, I wasn't getting the nutrient, like I was eating all the right foods, I thought. But I wasn't absorbing any of the nutrients from them because I had this gluten intolerance and my body was just reacting to everything. Um, I'd had a really stressful year. My mum had passed away earlier last year and, like, I, I really do believe in that mind-body connection that, um, you know, the stress and emotions and how it can affect your gut health and general health issues. So I'd had a really stressful year and all this stuff sort of came about um, my body was under stress and um, anyway so I went off off gluten and initially like I tried to do that before when I wasn't feeling um, when I was when I thought I was feeling fine like you know when all the paleo stuff came out I'm mm -hmm. like oh I can do this and I never really could quite stick to it but when you um, feel so horrible and the doctor and the naturopath actually say oh you have a gluten intolerance I stuck to it and it took me a month or two to start feeling better and for that feeling in my throat um, to go away. And I just kept feeling better and better. And, um, you know, at times I would try just, I'd be like, I'm not intolerant. <laughs> and I'd, tr I'd just try like a slither of something and I would just react really badly with tummy pains. But over time, I think my gut has healed um, and it probably still needs some ongoing work. But 
I can I can now have a little bit without feeling too bad, but I know that um, if I push it too far, it's not great because straight away that that reflux thing comes back with my throat. Um, but I just think it's amazing how um, just by altering my diet and cutting out those triggers, I was able to feel better, and and that's with like no medication at all and. I know that um, it just taking medication doesn't sit well with me, and I know that there's a there are um, occasions when people need that. Um, but for me, I didn't feel like I was. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I was bad enough to need like reflux medication, but I was happy to give it a go um, just through diet, and I'm glad I did because um, yeah, I just feel so much better, and I just. It's, you know, you can think that you're eating something that's good for you, but it was not really helping me at all. <laughs> First of all, I'm so sorry about your mum. I can't imagine um, losing my yeah. mum. So I'm really sorry for you for that. And yeah, I mean, we're going to have these moments in our lives where, um, you know, things are just stressful. No matter, you know, all the deep breathing, all the things we can do, there's going to be moments that are kind of amped up. And that would definitely be one. And um, I'm really sorry you lost her. But I also think that it's just totally amazing that you did take the route of healing through food because I think we're in a culture that just really does want the quick fix or we, we just, yeah. we're, we're used to medicating because we haven't we're still not connected to that idea that our bodies want to be healthy and well. They want to be in balance all the time. That's what, and yeah. if we're not, and if there's something going wrong, then we can fix it by putting a Band-Aid on it or mm -hmm. we can kind of do a little digging and find out what's really going on. And yeah, I think that, you know, for me this is a constant work in progress. I mean, you know, sometimes you just don't know who to believe or what to believe. But I, I do remember Quirky Joe um, saying once that she thought that our our health journeys were a bit like um, peeling the layers of an onion. You know, yeah. you start with the crappy outside bit, real crusty, and you can take that off, and that's kind of easy to remove. And then. And then you might just think, hang on, what's underneath here? And then you take off another and then you just keep going as you, as you, and, and you can't know what's underneath that other layer until you literally kind no. of take it off. I love that analogy because it also makes it okay if you do just want to stay an onion with the crusty layer on, that's okay. <laughs> you know, yeah. some people do want to take and peel off the layers and some people don't. But I, I feel like every time I do, every time I do a little bit of digging, I find out something that actually empowers me and makes that that path to, you know, like, for example, um, with this cold that I, that just sort of quite suddenly came on, I would have, I would have told myself that that was going to be sinus a few yeah. years ago, I would have. So my my brain is already then going. Okay, we've got sinus, and and I do believe that there is this part of us that's always like our body is listening to what our mind says. Yeah. Um. And then I probably would have been going down to take the 
the sinus medication and taking the stuff to help me sleep at night and then help me throughout the day to just get through it. But instead I'm like, well, my body's just going to feel this. And I supported myself through taking some um, vitamins that I know help me. I'm rubbing oils <laughs> all yep. over. I'm you doing know, magnesium. As well, the um, how you said about the sinus type thing. Mm. That is one thing that I noticed over time when I went off gluten, mm. I could breathe again. Oh, and yep. It was just really weird. And I remember reading that, um, yeah, in other people's posts or something on Facebook. And then it wasn't until it happened to me, I was like, yes, I always felt like I had a stuffy nose. And I have noticed when, because like lately, because I sort of thought, oh, yeah, I've healed my gut a bit. I can have some more gluten straight away. It's So it might not always, and with gluten intolerance, it's, you know how I guess there is a bit of a trend out there at the moment, so there's a lot of people that don't take it seriously. It doesn't always come about as um, like tummy aches and tummy cramps or mm. whatever, like your body mm. can react mm. in ways like that as well. Yep. So I can remember yeah. interviewing um, Jules Galloway, um, the naturopath on intolerances and how they can show up, especially in kids and well, and adults, of course. And the way that she explained it, she's like, if your kid's always snotty, if they're just constantly got runny noses, it's because our, like clearing that nasal passageway is not an essential function to live. It's just yeah. not. But if you yeah. are constantly eating something that is putting your body on high alert and your body thinks that there is something in there that's a danger to it and it's trying to fight it off with a you know immune response it's going to let go some of the things that just aren't necessary in that moment mm -hmm. and it can often be a sign if you're constantly congested and you know if, especially if you, she was talking about with kids having constantly runny noses that maybe yeah. your body just doesn't actually think that it's really important to do that while it's off fighting this invader, which could be something like gluten or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And I thought that that was a really interesting way. I'd never heard it explained that way. And and I loved it. It's, it's exactly what we were saying before with your reflux. It's like, what yeah. is my body trying to tell me here? Mm -hmm. And, you know, now I can feel the difference between okay, I just got to let my body do its thing, give it a chance to fight. What it really wants to do here is rest so it can just do what it needs to do. Whereas, you know, the old Lisa would have just taken drugs to keep powering through. Yeah. And once you, with the, um, what you were saying just before, with the food, like once you actually, like five years ago, I would not have even noticed many of the symptoms that I experience now. But once you start eating healthy and your body sort of recovers a bit and your gut heals, like I only have to have like maybe a day of not making the best choices and I can already feel that it's um, not ideal for my body. Like mm. I just give the the whole foods. Um, so you, you do def when you make the switch and you start including healthier foods into your diet, you you crave it more. Like I said um, earlier, I always wanted to be healthy and I couldn't quite get there. But once you actually are in it and you're feeling the effects of it, you you don't, it's hard. Well, for me, um, I, I could never really go back to that way because I just know that I feel so much better 
with what I'm feeding my body now. Oh, I'm exactly <laughs> the same as you. Uh, why am I so grumpy? Why Why is my brain so foggy? Mm. Oops, yeah. might have been <laughs> that Easter egg. Oh, yes. you know, I, no. I notice it definitely when my yeah when my sugar intake goes up, or if I have too much, if I'm having too much gluten for sure, and like dairy just tires me out. So we just include really small amounts and, yeah, but this is the thing. It's cool to be on the journey, but it's also important to remember that um, our bodies do have also brilliant ways at helping us um, either know something's wrong or filter the stuff through that, you know what, is sometimes just going to be eaten. Well, it is at least in yeah. my world. So, yeah, yeah, just being able to relax. Um, I'm I'm going to remember what your energy healer said about guilt as well. So yeah. to finish up, I would love for you to share if you have, I always ask every guest if they have any small steps that they would um, offer to people listening this podcast to listening to this podcast to just help them along on their journey what would you recommend um i would probably just um try to just make better choices um when you're at the supermarket and you are reaching for a packet i just try to really quickly scan over them and um just Try to get ones without any additives or preservatives. Like there's a good app called Chemical Maze, which I think a lot of people um, are aware of now. But if you're not sure of something, you can put it in there and it tells you, you know, whether this is good or bad or whatever. But for me, I try, I really try not to buy much from those aisles anymore. Like I still have to living where I live because I can't always get um, an abundance of fresh food. Yeah. Um, but I'd say, yeah, just choose um, foods with no additives or preservatives. And like we were saying before, if you don't make a great choice one day, just focus on making a better choice next time you go to eat something. And, um, yeah, don't don't beat yourself up over things because I used to do that a lot and um, now I just kind of, don't really care in some ways. I'm kind of like, oh, well, I did that. Um, wasn't the best choice, but it's a choice I made at the time and I need to let that go now. So just, <laughs> like, yeah. Like I, I'm I, not, it, it I'm, is true, but um, they're my tips. <laughs> I love it. I just love them. And, you know, it's not as though I'm not going to have my brother-in-law's pav at Yes, exactly. You know, exactly. I'm just going yeah. to say yes to that. <laughs> but I, I mean, and you know, just a, a caveat that I am not a naturopath or a nutritionist or a dietitian mm. or anything like that. Yeah. So don't take my word for it. I just love sharing real life stories about people who want to do, who are really looking to to improve. And also, you know, when I read about your story, it was also that you just made this connection between not necessarily the right food for weight loss, but the right food for feeling good, like mm. feeling healthy. And I think when you make that switch in your head and when you you just kind of align with with a why that is immediate, almost, you know, we immediately feel better if we have a beautiful, big, huge salad for lunch with, you know, something yummy, some delicious chicken left over from the night before or something as compared to Vegemite on toast, we will feel yep. the effects immediately. And I 
And instead of thinking, well, well done, um, that was that many calories and that would have been that many calories and um, great. Okay, so I've got to check that I've lost the weight um, today or tomorrow. Oh, well, I didn't. We'll see. What's the point in eating healthy? And, you know, it's just that horrible cycle. Whereas if you're like, well, that just made me feel great. I had energy all afternoon. Then there's your why. And I think you've connected with that quite deeply and it makes it easier to make the good decisions. Yeah, it definitely started out as a weight loss thing for me. Um, but it's it's a health thing for me now. Like I of course, you know, it'd be nice to shift some weight or whatever, but I actually um especially with health issues in my family, like it's more about um giving my body what it needs and using food as medicine to prevent um issues in the future, I guess. It's it's more about yeah, health for me now. As opposed to, it was a long journey, but I got there. Oh, I <laughs> and love I found it. My way. I love yeah. it. I really do. I think that it's a really great message, and it's important to share um, that you can get there. I think for some people who are still at the other end of the spectrum, that that kind of is almost like utopia for a lot of people. <laughs> so I have yeah. really loved and appreciated you sharing your story today, Gemma, and I can't wait to get it out there. Yeah, I'm a bit of it might I'm a bit of a rambler, so I hope it comes across okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I think you know me by now that uh, big fan of the yeah, ramble. No, thank you. Thank you so much. Um it was nice chatting to you. Yeah, thank you. All right, we'll get back to our families. Yes. <laughs> Have a great day and thanks so much, Gemma. For more inspiration, interviews and know-how, head to smallstepsliving.com. Small Steps Living, inspiring your best life, one small step at a time.